This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nos. Okay, so we are doing the Uddhav Gita, the last message of Sri Krishna. Uh, we had started a new chapter last time, and there was a gap in between for a day. So this is chapter seven, and the verse that we are starting today is verse number six. So Uddhav Gita chapter seven verse six. Vrisha Parva, Bali, Bana, Maya, Vibhishana, Shugriva, Hanuman, Jambavan, Gajendra, Jatayu, Tuladhara, Dharmavyada, Kubja, the gopis, as well as the wives of the Brahmanas, engaged in sacrifices in Vrindavana and others. So last time we had introduced the chap this particular topic, where it was mentioned how everybody, right from the rajasic to tamasic to satvic nature, how they got associated with the saints and people around, those who are in the devotional path. So here. the mention of other characters and these are also a part of our culture now who are these people they are not only humans but they are also demonical in nature <laughs> they are people from different different kinds of uh, you know different heavenly spaces like say for example we were talking about the nagas the charnas you know so many others the vidyadharas gandharvas apsaras so here there is a mention of all these characters so imagine we are talking about the bear called jambavan now jambavan's association with krishna is right from the days of ram so first he saw ram and now he is seeing krishna so his association is during two yugas think about it then we are talking about gajendra gajendra is the elephant now gajendra is indra's elephant now indra dev has his own elephant of course so how is he associated with krishna then we are talking about jatayu now jatayu's entry is there in ramayan isn't it Jatayu is mentioned in Ramayan where Ravana cuts his wings, and he is lying there, and he tells Ram where the his wife was taken, Sita. We are talking about a merchant. Then we are talking about a fowler. You know, <laughs> these are stories which we have been listening to from our childhood days. A fowler who captured the birds. okay and then the baby bird got captured and then the father the mother and everybody got captured it's it's a story which tells us about different different kinds of episodes we are talking about kubja now kubja is connected very closely in the earlier days of krishna right she was in mathura and in mathura she was carrying the clothes of kamsa 
and then Krishna met her. So that is another story. Likewise, we are talking about gopis. Now here, gopis is a separate breed altogether. I will be talking about gopis a lot today. So I hope you all pay attention to the gopis over here. Now why is the gopis, why are the gopis so important? We will study that. Hmm? So all these were engaged in sacrifices in Vrindavan and other places. The gopis were in Vrindavan, but there were Kupja and so many other people, they were at different other places, Mathura and so on and so forth. Now India has got a varied you know, geography. Now the geography is such that Krishna's entry in this particular continent, the Asian continent, has been in so many places. Krishna has taken a form of Dathatre. Dathatre roams all over the world. I'm sure you know that. Then he has taken the form of Narayana. Now if you go right up till say Kanyakumari, okay, up to the top, you will find there are so many places where he is mentioned. Tirupati Balaji. Right? It's a very famous god over there. Uh, he is also a form. Then we have in Pandharpur, in central India or western we can say. Uh, he came in the form of Vithoba and Rakhmai. Now Vithala as we call him otherwise is also a form of Krishna. He took the form of his own devotees also. So many a times he has taken the form of his own devotee. He is his own devotee also. Like Nyaneshwar. Sandhanyaneshwar was an avatar. Then in the east he has taken a form of Chaitanya. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Now if you go to see all across India there are stories and stories and stories. Right? So we are going to tackle this from the spiritual perspective. So let us move to the next verse so that we will understand it much better. So now we will take up chapter 7 verse 7 from the Uddhav Gita. They had not studied the Vedas, nor served great saints, nor observed any vows, nor performed any austerities. Yet through their association with me, they attained me. Now this is a very very strange verse. Now Uddhav Gita is a greater text because it has come from the Bhagavatam. Please understand this. There are varied chapters in the Bhagavatam in Canto 11. So you will find that entire thing over there. Now what is Krishna saying over here? Krishna is saying something very very important. You know what he says? They, all these people that I mentioned, Bali, Bana, you know, the gopis, so on and so forth. All these people, they had not studied the Vedas, nor served under great saints, nor observed any vows, nor performed any austerities. Yet through their association with me, they attained me. There are two things over here which we have to understand. Now, 
the first thing is called self realization the topic called self realization is slightly different than god realization both topics are mixed together and we think that both are the same self realization is to know the self it is more impersonal impersonal in the sense it doesn't have shape body this that you can just imagine it is maybe like an unmanifest divinity kind of but here when you talk of god realization we are talking about an entity we are talking about sri krishna now you may ask what is sri krishna why is he different than this other entity you see those who know about swami vivekananda and sri ramakrishna paramahansa swami vivekananda in one of the times when the question of krishna came into the picture he was poohing him he is saying that ah krishna ah one guy no and ram krishna felt very sad at that moment in time because vivekananda at that point may not have understood the significance of krishna and this is from mahendranath's ms book the gospel of sri ramakrishna so at that point in time narendra might not have understood but later on he was following a particular sect called the brahmo samaj they were more interested in the impersonal god they were not bothered about entities you, know? you understand krishna as the divinity the supreme divine consciousness he was not bothered about it and later on he understood kali okay so that is about vivekananda coming back to this so these are the two things what are the two things first is called god realization and the second one is called self realization so god realization is we will take it up in such a way what is god now god is not deity by the way god doesn't mean deities deities are smaller entities which are created in this world they are the creation they have come after the manifestation after the manifestation of this universe maya and so on and so forth they were created and they if they are created they are going to die as well so if there is an entity which got created which are called deities they are going to any which way die here we are not talking about deities we are talking about the god g o d uh, who is this god so krishna is clearly defining i am that one in other spiritual text he is called father in heaven in some other place he goes by some other name right bhagwan and so on and so forth so he can be called by any name is he the same as the deities no way the deities are different god almighty is different so father in heaven is different remember this so we are talking about this god who has got a form and he stays in the second divine unmanifest that is his abode and all these words are written in the bhagavad gita also so we are talking about that krishna and to know him to be with him is called god realization 
Self-realization is halfway between that. You are reaching the self, which is the unmanifest. Why is it the self is unmanifest? Is because from this Krishna, from this supreme divine consciousness, he created the first divine unmanifest, which we also call as Brahma. Okay, the unmanifest domain. Now this Brahma is the place where the self is. The self is I am the self. So when Krishna says I am the Brahma, I am the self, I am the Maya, I am this creation and I am everything. So please remember he is the supreme. So the second stage which is called the first divine unmanifest is Brahma. Knowing that you get dissolved. You do not come back to life. Now tell me something. Here on one side we have the impersonal Brahma which is tasteless, you know, all kinds of <laughs> things which we have to say. He doesn't have shape, sound, anything. On one side, would you like to do have that or would you like to understand the bliss and the love of God? Which one would you want to have? So I think most of the people will say, I want to know the love of God. I want to see God. I want to be with him. And this is what is mentioned in this particular verse. Now, now I'll explain the verse to you. So I hope you understood these two differentiations. The gopis and every other person that we mentioned, they have not studied the Vedas. In this world today, people are forced to study the Vedas and the Shastras in various places. Krishna over here in this verse says, the greatest of my devotees never studied the Vedas. So if somebody is by hurting the Vedas and, and you know spewing it out, I am sure there is a very big problem in that person's life because is he going to achieve what? I doubt it. Then, they, they might not have served under great saints. If you think about the gopis and various other people, they had not served under any saint also. They had not taken up vows of any kind. Think about it. No vows of any kind. They did not say that I am going to stand on my one foot for 10,000 years. They did not say that I will go to the Himalayas and do meditation. They did not say that I will do Kriya Yoga. They never said that they have to go and follow some yogic path. No yoga, no meditation, nothing, nothing, nothing whatsoever. Please remember this. None of these people, none of these people ever did anything like this. And please remember, these are far greater than any of the today's, you know, the today's day saints or, or people who keep on saying that you got to do this and you got to do that. No. It is not required. They did not observe any vows. Nor did they perform any austerities. People have this thinking that they need to have Somvar Upvas, Mangalvar Upvas, Budvar Upvas, Guruvar Upvas. What are you talking about? Krishna is recommending over there, don't get into this nonsensical world of doing Upvas. And secondly, who has told, has Krishna ever said, you eat leafy green vegetables and oh, you know those raw stuff? 
where has he mentioned you think the gopis were eating that kind of a stuff you think uh, all these people that we mentioned over here the gandharvas apsaras bana maya vibhishana hanuman you think they were eating this kind of a raw stuff i'm sorry that is your way of thinking don't get into all that kind of nonsense also he is not even telling you that you have to perform any austerities austerities we perform austerities left right and center go to some temple do this do this puja do this vrata that vrata all kinds of nonsensical stuff we do why somebody told me so i got to do what he told you oh i got to wear this ring i got to put this earring i got to put this nose ring oh, come on what kind of nonsense is that don't ever get involved in this kind of things okay don't say that i have to walk barefoot somewhere no barefoot walking you will get krishna by the way sorry i heard about some person who does 3500 kilometers of narmada yatra you think doing that kind of a narmada yatra or whatever is going to give krishna and you are very sadly mistaken because the gopis never did none of these people did got it so no austerities and yet their association with me they attained me what is the meaning of this word association with me there are only four words which are there which i always teach so those who are my devotees those who are my disciples across they will know that i only teach these four words first is called faith what kind of a faith absolute faith don't even dither if your guru says go climb this mountain and jump from there please do that don't bother about it i'm not going to say that don't worry <laughs> surrender complete surrender then the last two words are extremely important the third last that's the third word over there is called unconditional love what is unconditional love you know unconditional love means not to put any conditions oh if krishna gives me this then i will love him sorry it is in the material world you have that kind of a love with your wife your children you will tell your children you know what you do this homework and i will give you the chocolate that is conditional okay to your own wife you will say you scratch my back i will scratch your back that is conditional to your own parents you will say you give me this property then i will be with you okay or you give me this money then i will be with you come on that is not called love that is called conditional living unconditional love even if krishna throws you into the fire don't worry about it that's the kind of love that you need to have for krishna unconditional love he may put you through the worst circumstances do you remember jesus christ we are talking about father in heaven only who goes by another name called krishna think about it he had to go and you know nail himself to the cross isn't it was he not nailed to the cross think about it in the worst case scenario also things can be like that even at that point do not leave that kind of a love that you have called unconditional love because he may put you through the worst case scenarios also don't fight with him i am sure you know jesus was not on the cross and saying fighting with father in heaven and saying father i will show you come on 
He is not going to do that. He was the best son. Similarly, in all these other examples that were given, the gopis, think about the gopis. Krishna left Vrindavan at the age of 8 or sometimes they say it's 12. So when Krishna left Vrindavan and went to Mathura, he left all the gopis behind. The gopis never complained. They did not even utter one word after that. They never said, you know, you left us and went. He never said anything like that. On the contrary, the gopis felt that they were with Krishna forever. And that is what he is saying. Only with association with me will you attain me. There is a difference between association with me and attaining me. Remember this. Krishna had 16,108 wives. They had association with Krishna. Right? Do you think they can attain? There were so many other people with him, including his sons and grandsons and so on and so forth. Isn't it? Do you think they can attain Krishna? No way. Last time I was telling you all the story of Namdev. Namdev would sit with Vithoba and eat food. Do you think you could attain it? No way. You have to go through the Guru, isn't it? That is what happened. In case, in his case, it was Vishoba Khetsar. So please remember this. Unconditional love. Do not put any condition whatsoever. Don't say you have to do this and you have to do that. You can't tell Krishna what he is supposed to do and what he is not supposed to do. He will even put you on the cross. He will drown you in the ocean also. Don't bother about it. In the end of the day, he will still absorb you. That is what he did to Ravana. That is what he did to every other person that he killed. Isn't it? The absorption of Ravana was complete in Ram. Right? Shishupal's absorption in Krishna was complete. He had promised them, I will absorb you. That is how you can be. So here he says, in association with me, they will attain me. The word attain me means what? During the lifetime, during your own lifetime, if you have unconditional love for Krishna, then after you pass away from this body, you will reach his second divine unmanifest which is also under the name of Golok Vrindavana. So the entry to Golok Vrindavana is there for you if you are in unconditional love with Krishna. Unconditional love doesn't involve other people's love by the way. Okay? Doesn't mean that okay I can have this one, this one, this one, this one and this one. No, no, nothing like that. Unconditional love, only one. Right? I was telling you there is a fourth word and that is called single pointed devotion. Now this is a word that needs the explanation. This is a book which is supposed to be called the highest of the books whereas devotion is concerned. Those who also read the Narad Bhakti, Bhakti Sutra they will also understand what I am talking about. Devotion. Single-pointed devotion. You see, when is single-pointed devotion there? 
let us say you are a pilot you know in a fighter aircraft and you're fighting with the enemies do you think you can stray your vision to any other place except the enemy no way your attention is going to be straight on to the enemy you know that you have to win you have to fight exactly the way it is supposed to be you are not going to at that time think oh i have a wife i have children i don't think i should be in this war that's exactly like you know in the last book that we did which is called the bhagavad gita arjuna says in the first chapter itself i have so many people i have my relatives i have this one no you are not a cry baby you are, you need to have the single pointed devotion when your pointedness is towards one object only that is called single pointed devotion you cannot have any other thing in your peripheral vision also now you may say i am a material worldly person living in this world how can i have single pointed devotion for krishna the answer is very simple the answer is like this you see if you are working for an organization your boss says this is the project i want it completed are you not going to complete the project you are going to complete the project after completing the project you will give it to your boss that's true so are you not doing for your boss and then are you not doing for your company the project is for the company likewise when a person is playing football cricket or any other game or if there is an army a soldier in the army a navy or whatever is he not fighting for his country so the country is always kept as the number 1 in that person's mind that is called single pointed devotion when an army man is fighting for his country that is called devotion he doesn't think of other things at that time you think okay i will i will fire only five bullets because the government is paying me only so much do you think that is what he is going to do no he better be there his tan man dhan all attention in that one thing likewise a cricketer when he is playing for his country he is focused in that world when you are working for a company you are focused in that when you are doing something for your family you are focused in it isn't it that focus is called single pointed devotion now think what you are supposed to do think that this family this country this job this boss of yours is only one called krishna when you know that this boss is krishna alone he is the one who has given you this life he is the one who has given you this country he is the one who has given you this family of yours he is the one who has given you the job he is the one who has given you the money he is also the one who is giving you pain he is giving you even the troubles are you not supposed to be subservient to him alone you owe everything to one krishna only 
So where all these other gods and any other thing, any other thing comes into the picture? Nothing comes into the picture. When Krishna, Father in heaven, is the only one, just focus on to him. And that is what is called single-pointed devotion. I hope you got it. So these gopis and all these other people, including the Jatayu, Tuladhara, Jambavan, Vibhishan, so on and so forth. They had this single-pointed devotion. And that is the reason why they were able to achieve and attain Krishna. So all these people are from where? So you got the answer. They are all from the Golok Vrindavana. So have that single-pointed devotion for Krishna. Have unconditional love for him. Do not put any conditions. Do not think that he is some villain in your life. Think about it. <laughs> he is a person who is responsible for everything that you do, including the air that you breathe. You see, you are given life by him. So when you have this single-pointed devotion, you will understand that the ultimate entity, the person, is Sri Krishna himself. So this is the verse number 7. So now we will move to verse 8 from the Uddhava Gita. So we are doing chapter 7, verse 8 from the Uddhava Gita, the last message of Sri Krishna. The gopis and even the cows, trees, bees, serpent and others that are full of understanding were perfected and easily attained me through love alone. All the trees. Okay. The gopis. The first thing that he says is the gopis. You see, if you think of yourself as the gopi, that would be the highest attainment for you. Be in love with Krishna like a gopi. And don't bother your head about any other thing. So he says the gopis. Even the cows. The cows that he was grazing, remember all that? The story that is there of Krishna. The trees that were there around. We have heard of so many Tamala tree, this tree, that tree, so many trees we have heard of, isn't it? The trees that are associated with Krishna. Right? Champaka, isn't it? <laughs> Champaka associated with him? Of course. There are so many trees associated with him. Right? The beasts, there are so many beasts there. From snakes, serpents onwards to every other beast that is there, isn't it? So all those beasts and serpents, even those with the dull understanding. The one with the dull understanding, people think that the, you know, we say, you know, that this person is autistic or this and that. I'm sorry, there's nothing like that. Even someone with the dullest of the understanding, a person may say, I don't understand anything. He may appear like a duffer, you know. No brains, no brainer kind of a person. That person also, he says, they were perfected. All these people, everything, the trees and everything associated with Krishna, they were perfected and easily attained me 
that means they easily attain Krishna through love alone. This love is unconditional love. Please remember this word. Unconditional love and single-pointed devotion is the only ticket or should I call it the passport and the visa. Okay, passport is what? Unconditional love. Devotion is what? The visa, the entry. And by the way, it is uh, it doesn't expire. Alright, it's a permanent entry. Permanent entry into Golo Vrindavana. So you have single-pointed devotion for Krishna. Okay, you have straight-away entry. Again, I will reiterate, this doesn't involve any other entities, gods and all these other people. Got it? So no other deities and no other person is involved over here. We are talking about you. You have unconditional love. You have single-pointed devotion. You will get Krishna. So we move to the next verse now. This is Uddhav Gita chapter 7 verse 9. Whom one attains not even after struggle through yoga, discrimination, charity, vows, austerities, sacrifice, teachings and the studies of Vedas or renunciation. All these things that he mentioned over here. There is a very fantastic verse in the same book where he says that you try your austerities, you try whatever stunt that you want in this world. Okay, You go join classes, whatever class that you want to join. You go and do whatever vows in this world. You know, I am going to do like this. I am not going to eat food for 100 days. I am sorry. All these things do not appeal to Krishna. No way. You can do sacrifices and you can do a lot of other things. What is Krishna saying? You be in love with me, single-pointed devotion to me, unconditional love and single-pointed devotion to me and I will be yours forever. And when I am yours, whatever thing that you want in this world, Whatever. Remember, I am from the second divine unmanifest. I own the first unmanifest. I own the created world. I own the Maya. I own all the gods also. All these deities, demons, you name it. Everything is subservient to me. I am the greatest of the entities. Remember this. If you want their kingdom, I will give them to you. If you want their heaven, I will give that to you. What you want? You want, you want to eat uh, the best bhel in the world also? I'll give that to you also. <laughs> you want to eat the best cham cham? I'll give that to you. What? It is like that. Whatever you want, I will give it to you. That is what he says. So you are going to try achieving me through this? Don't try to do that. Don't even try that processes. The next verse says, this is chapter 7 verse 10. When I was taken with Balrama to Mathura by Akrura, the gopis with their mind attached to me through intense love were so only afflicted by my bereavement and considered nothing else but me as of interest to them. Like I said, I am going to discuss about the gopis now. The gopis are the highest entities from the Golok Vrindavana. The gopis domain, they hold the passport. Permanent visa and permanent passport. Okay. From Golok Vrindavana. Alright. 
they came during the time of sri ram also they were there in the form of those sages and saints who were performing the ceremonies when ram was passing through that forest remember that story now these gopis are coming from that domain straight away they are the citizens of golok vrindavana so when they are in golok vrindavana or when they are on earth also let me qualify the sentence when they are on earth krishna comes on this earth gazillion times okay we have heard of only avatars like shri ram krishna and this and that and so on and so forth you know he had come in the form of uh, you know all different kinds of avatars we had taken sometimes he had taken the avatar of a fish sometimes he had taken the avatar of a boar sometimes he had taken the avatar of vamana Yeah, so on and so forth, you know. I am not talking about that. I am talking about his constantly being there. So he doesn't go run away somewhere. He is there. He keeps on coming, going, coming and going. Just imagine that this is his main domain where he wants to come. So from Golok Vrindavana, he comes over here. So when he comes, he comes with his team. The team, the coterie. and how is the coterie the inner circle the outer circles and the outermost circle and then the outermost circle so these are gopis who keep on coming with him those who understand this very beautiful play those who have gone to vrindavan and all those places in the north india they will understand and even when we are celebrating the navratri festival you know we do the dandiya ras and all that kind of thing at that point in time have you seen how the people dance hmm they call it by various names now this is a very unique dance which is called ras leela ras leela ras connected to the rasas essence leela is the beautiful story in it so the ras leela is if you look at this ras leela the way it is there is always two entities in the center they are called radha and krishna around them are eight principal gopis these eight gopis are in the first circle then the next circle has 100 Hundred gopis, eight gopis. Remember, first circle is eight, second one is hundred. How many of you do the japa with the beads? Those who do the japa with the beads, do you have hundred and eight beads? Yes, that is exactly what you do. You are not supposed to go over the meru, isn't that? The meru is Radha and Krishna. You see the two beads over there. the last two they are called radha and krishna so you go right round dancing okay so the next level is 100 after that comes 1000 right then there is a next layer and then there is a next layer these are total the inner inner most circle is 1 16000 1 0 8 I hope you got the figure. 
<laughs> so his principal ones are eight. The second in command are hundred. After that come thousand and so on and so forth. So Krishna's gopis are constantly with him. When they come with him always. Alright. So that is his gang, coterie. Support functions. You see, when, uh, when the boss goes abroad in his aeroplane, doesn't he carry his support functions with him? Exactly like that. Like, like the America, they have the Air Force One. India also has nowadays. India has bought some new aircraft. So yeah, the Prime Minister will go with his coterie. Like that. Imagine, when Krishna is going, he is going with his coterie. So these gopis are the primary ones. They always accompany him. And what is it that they do? They say, with their mind fixed on me, when I was taken with Balrama to Mathura by Akrura, the gopis with their minds attached to me, through intense love were sorely afflicted by me, by my, my bereavement and considered nothing else but me as the interest to them. So what they did was, the starting point is, when Krishna is going away with Balram. Alright? Because he is called by Kamsa. Okay, Kamsa has called him. And Akrura has come to take these two guys. Krishna and Balram. At that point in time, Krishna is leaving Vrindavan. All the gopis are being left behind. They are there in Vrindavan. But remember one thing. Though they were there in Vrindavan, imagine Krishna must have been 8 or 12 years of age. Think. He lived till 125 years. Krishna never went back to Vrindavan after that. That is what is mentioned in these scriptures. Alright? I am just going by the scriptures. So he never went to Vrindavan. Alright? And the gopis were constantly lost in them. Even. Now can somebody be lost in a person for 100 years? I don't think even 100 minutes a person is not lost in. But this unconditional love that they had, they were lost in Krishna till they died. And once they died, all the gopis, they went to Golok Rindavana straight away. So in the material world, just like gopis, we are all supposed to be lost in Sri Krishna. With unconditional love. Just be lost in him, in unconditional love for him. Be his devotee. Single pointed devotion just like the gopis. Next time tomorrow, that is tomorrow, I will explain to you all some stories of these gopis. So you will get a better understanding of what I am talking about. So we have just introduced the topic of gopis. Tomorrow we will do some more about the gopis. Got it? So I am going to leave you over here right now. And I hope you understood two things you got to bear in mind. The first one is called unconditional love. And the second one is called single pointed devotion. You have these two, you have attained Krishna. And you don't have to go and do any austerities and you know go to Himalayas or do whatever. He says don't bother anything. Alright. So I will take your leave over here and I will see you all tomorrow. Take care. Have a very nice day. Bye.